<laughs> I think marketing and, and the whole social media thing is the comparison thing really yeah. challenges people. I've got to have this because my friends have it. First of all, they may make twice as much money as you. Mm-hmm. You ever yeah. notice that, that you lose contentment when you're around someone that has more or like you love your house or you go to the new model home, yes. then you go back to your <laughs> shack. just talking, talking about, about this the other a shack day. all of a sudden. <laughs> right. And, and we, we, man, that is so hard. Hey, everybody. It is week four of the You Asked For It podcast. We are here answering questions that you had on this week, money, which we're very excited to talk about. I'm sitting here with just a wonderful panel of people, as always. We have Pastor Hal Mayer. How you guys doing? Pastor Daryl Black. Hello. And Pastor Craig Altman. Hey, guys. Bucks won this week. They yeah. did they win did. this week. Anything's we, you possible. Know, you know, one of the questions we got in was when the Saints beat the Bucks, are you going to say who day on the. And, but that, uh, they got yeah. killed. Oh, man. Yeah, well, that's Steve they got Christian. He's a Saint fan. But I just want to say we went four for four with something with the Bucks almost every single. Well, no, we missed, we missed we, the week you weren't here. And yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah. We did. Shame on okay. us. <laughs> well, we're here to talk about money. Uh, great message. NFL has a lot of money, they by do. the way. Yeah. They should give some to the church. Let's just start right there. The NFL uh, should really. So uh, really, we kind of look to you this week to say, yeah. hey, I know that this message is something that people, I mean, the questions on money and church are endless. Yeah. Right. Sure. And so I know you came in saying, I've got so many things that I've heard over the weekend, yeah. so many things people have submitted. So I'm going to let you just jump right yeah. in with kind of maybe a recap of your message, yeah. right? And then right into some questions that you've gotten already. Well, early on when I first started doing preaching on money, it was so hard and emotional and apologetic. And I realized, wait, it's part of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Why do we back off on this? So we can't. So even in this podcast, we're going to give you a biblical view yeah. of how we see money, how it's managed. But we can get some practical questions. Like I have one right now. I mean, I, I noticed, and this is a stat, the older generation has a bigger tendency to tithe than the younger generation did you know that like 40 and above uh people the percentages are higher than a person and i think because the old school is something you did where now i think the younger generation is asking why and what's it for and i don't want to support this guy's jet you know or whatever you know there's some bad perceptions but how younger generation i know you kind of yeah did that for a while what would you hear from them and what are some of their uh challenges and and how do we address them to help them understand this? Well, it is. One, one of the things is now with uh, everything at our fingertips, they hear all the bad stories. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to see all the all the people the using abuses. all the money, the yeah. abuse of power. The you, you see it happening throughout the entire thing. So it's going, well, I don't know. And I said, well, here, here's what I'll tell you. Um, if you don't trust us enough with your money, you shouldn't be here. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't trust us enough with your money, why are you trusting us with your spiritual development? Yeah. And, yeah. and so it, if that trust isn't there, then and, and it's just that, you know, it's a simple question because you haven't really thought through it. It's very easy to have a reason why you don't do something and just leave it there without actually thinking about it. Yeah. And, and so you you do. You really have to get into, well, this is the reason why we do it. This is what it goes to. And then I do think even more than anything, uh, your younger generation looks to give to many causes. Yeah. And so like, oh, I love this cause and I love this cause. Right. And it really is a surprise, I think, to them when they understand, oh, wait, no, it's supposed to go to the church. Right. Because mm-hmm. I am. I'm helping people. Right. And they, they do. They want their money to go to something that matters. Sure. And so I think, it's, I think it's a little bit of where it wants to go. And then sometimes I do think the, the, the young people many times can be disinterested and un- misunderstanding how big the call of the churches, yeah. what the mission of the churches and how yeah. important it is. So it's always coming back to that purpose of this is, you know, Jesus said. 
it's the hope of the world. Yeah, like right. literally like that, that's what the, the church is. And so just that reminder there um, of helping them understand it. Cause yeah, I do. It's not that they don't give, right. It's, yeah. it's where they give. Right. It's very different. And uh, let me say one thing I didn't mention in the, in the message, cause you can't get all in 30 minutes about accountability. Right. And we have a board of directors that yep. approves the entire budget of the church. Yeah. They yeah. improve, they approve your salary, your salary, my salary. So grace family has a local board of people who mm-hmm. go to grace family church who really approve our budget. So I just throw that out there that, you know, that's, that's how we're set and, up. Yeah. But, we can uh, cut this out if it's not true anymore, but don't, we also have an accountant that goes over all of our stuff. Yeah. Outside CPA, outside CPA audit every yeah. year, every so, year. Daryl has a jet and no one approves my salary. And that's, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, uh, it's a, no, sorry, it's a small jet. It's a single engine. What are some of the questions or cynicism you hear Daryl and how do we address some of that? Well, well, two questions. One, I was wondering, is it a, is it a generation thing or is it a generational thing mm-hmm. when people decide, hey, I'm committed to paying my tithes? Because that's that's a question. Because when you're younger, anything goes sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's when you reach a certain maturity that you go, okay, I need to be more consistent in this and I see the value in right. that. And so that's, that's a question that I pose. Like, is it really generational or is it generational? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it being taught? Well, I, yes. that's what I was yeah. going to say. I think if you like my the way I was raised, my grandparents were very vocal about we tithe. Here's why we tithe. Mm-hmm. My dad tithed every single week, but he didn't talk about why he tithed. It right. wound up being a brush your teeth moment in church. Right. I just do it because I was told to do it. Mm-hmm. And no one taught me until I came to Grace Family Church that, hey, this is a tithe. This is what it's for. This is why you do yeah. it. The who, what, why and where. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say this. I think the way my parents and it, my dad will think this is funny. Uh, I, the way I understood tithing the most, it, and it kind of came off of this, was you know, you know the dad tax? Mm, yeah. Like whenever you get food. Oh, yeah. Like there's the like whenever we would get ice cream, there would be, always be a bite that came oh, off yeah. of it. Yeah. And if we ever, I still remember my sister was the first one that complained. And he goes, well, would you rather have this or nothing? Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, well, mm. I'd rather have that. He, and, and so it goes into like, look, everything you get is from God anyway. Yeah. Like that's from yeah. God. He's asking you to give 10% back and he's promising to pl- bless the other 90%. So it, it's not like you're giving something to God that wasn't already his. He already gave it to you. And yeah. so it, that idea of always like when my dad would buy me something, I'm like, well, it's his anyway. He bought it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He's choosing to give it to me because he well, loves me. Well, it's yeah. funny. That was the breakthrough point for me. See, both yeah. of you guys were raised in the church. So you yeah. heard about no. tithing. I mean, yeah. when I get, when I give my life to Christ, I'm reading about all these things. I'm having to subtract, like, no sex till marriage. I'm like, what? And then yeah. God wants 10% of my money. I'm like, what's yeah. going on here? Money and, and I, sex, And right? my it's first bad. thing when I heard this was, no, it's my money. Mm-hmm. Right. I earned it. Yeah. I'm working for it. I'm sweating for it. So the big biggest breakthrough for me is when I understood it does all belong to God. All the yeah. silver and gold, all mm-hmm. the cattle on a thousand hill. When I got that into my mind, and it took a while to go from my mind to my heart, because until you believe God owns it, you can't be as generous as God wants you to be. Right. If you mm-hmm. still think it's yours, you'll never be as generous. Because you know, I always tell the story about the guy that uh, I was playing golf with a friend of mine one day, and I gave him twenty dollars to go buy. Hey, go buy us a coke from the coke girl. You know, the cart girl. And I come back. He comes back. I said, "Where's my change?" He goes, "Oh, I just tipped her with it." I said, it's so easy to give something that doesn't belong to you, <laughs> right? But isn't that true? When it doesn't yeah. belong to us, yep. we don't hold on to it as tightly. We don't. That's true. Right. <laughs> yeah, one, one of the questions that I get is, uh, without, that I've gotten, is tithing really a New Testament mm. yeah. commandment? Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, we see it all throughout the Old Testament. We see it even be 
therefore it becomes a mosaic law. Yep. So a- a Abraham, mm-hmm. uh, he tithes uh, to Melchizedek. So before it's a, the law. Yeah. Before the law. Yep. So it's a it's a it's a part of obedience. It's established long before the law mm-hmm. even happens. Mm-hmm. And so I've had people go, "Well, is it really a New Testament law?" Because then Second Corinthians says, "Hey, give." according to what you think you should give, mm-hmm. what you think is generous. And so that's a question that's out yeah. there on the, yeah. I'll let and, you answer that. But you know, we talked about this in the yeah. green room that if you really want to follow the law and say, well, I'm not mm-hmm. under the law, I'm under grace. Be careful when you say that. Oh yeah. Because grace always exceeds the law. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. the law said 10%, then, you know, grace, I mean, it's like in the old Testament, the sacrifice was a lamb an animal mm-hmm. in the new Testament, the sacrifice with Jesus. So yeah. do you see the difference between the law and grace? Well, Jesus is Jesus was much greater of a sacrifice and a lamb mm-hmm. yeah. than, than new Testament Christians. I think if we're hung up on, I just think when our hearts are right before the Lord mm-hmm. and we yeah. realize it's all his, I just use it as a baseline. You can call yeah. it what you want. 10% is a baseline. I go, okay. And then over and above that, I know that scares people, but I think that's yeah. just the, baseline yeah. Of, yeah. of giving. But that, that's what Jesus did, though, is he, he brought everything, the level up when he yeah. came. And that's what people, it wasn't about the law anymore, it was about the heart. He goes, oh, no, no longer is it not just commit adultery. He says, don't even look with your eyes with lust yeah. in your heart. And so it, he goes, it goes beyond that, it goes to the heart. And so it, it is true. Like what, what it means to give sacrificially is much more than that. Yeah. And, and we're not saying that going, you need to give right now in that way. Like it's God that changes your heart and allows you to do that. But it, it's a part of it because Jesus, Jesus mentions money and possessions more than he did heaven or hell. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. and, and I do, I think this is why it's such an emotional topic is it's, it is, it's something that we hold on to. It's something that we gain status by. It's something that it, it's our security. Yeah. And so it's a lot of times it's the last thing, like they said, the last thing to get baptized. Yeah. Yeah, that ten percent is just the beginning of generosity. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just a foundation, and it's a it's a discipline and obedience principle. It is. Like, are you willing to practice in this giving? So it's something that you build on from there, and and it was some I was taught that as a kid. Like right. I would I was if I got a quarter, I had to tithe on that. Mm-hmm. Like everything I got, I had to tithe on, and the principle was so stuck on me. Uh, I I became a janitor at my church when I was a teenager and they paid me $30 a week. And and I love paying tithe. And one day, the lady who was over the money, she took the tithe out before she gave me my $30. Hmm. And I was upset hmm. because I'm going to give it, but right. don't take it. Yeah. Right. Like I I this is this is my yeah. honor to God. Yeah. And even though she knew I was going to give it, but it's like let me do it because right. this is a part of my worship. It's a yeah. part of my praise that I, yeah. I love taking it out and going, yes, I'm giving it to you. So it's good. So what would you say to the people who you heard that and you said, hey, I'm going to do it as an act of worship. I'm going to do it with the right heart. Mm-hmm. I think we hear a lot in church like, hey, if you're going to give, make sure you're giving with the right heart. Right. Yeah. What about those people out there who are like, hey, I give every week because the pastor told me to, but I do not like it. Right. And it is very hard for me to do this. What would you say to to someone who says I'm giving, but I can't tell you that I'm giving with like a, a cheerful heart? Well, can I can I be honest? I don't think there's that many people out there like that. I think mm. people that start giving, they realize there's a joy in it. There really is something, and I'm not trying to be uh, Pollyanna on this, but I really believe that the biggest struggle people face is not that. The struggle is money management. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I give God the first part, is there going to be anything left at the end of the week? And that is part of that by faith, 
faith journey. That's why I always say maybe some of you are so under the water that you can't even give 10 and start with 2% because I honestly believe this and some pastors don't believe this. I think God honors any first step you take. Yeah. I mean, man, start small. If it's 2%, 3%, I've heard story after story over the years where where they discipline themselves and it's a discipline. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this no matter what. And they begin to see yeah. God work in their finances. Yeah. I think that's that's the biggest thing. It's, it's either fear, I'm going to hold on to it, or it's faith, I'm going to trust God, because that's the journey. Can I trust God to meet yeah. my needs? Yeah. He promises to do that. Mm-hmm. Then there's another group, though. There's another group that has it has nothing to do with can I afford to. For whatever reasons, they, they make a lot of money, but they don't see the need. They go, well, I'm going to give to maybe 10 different organizations, or yeah. church doesn't really need this. or And that's why I kind of, in the message, got into a little bit of what it really costs to do ministry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know good. you love Jesus, but you don't work for free. Hey, no. No. <laughs> and neither <laughs> do you. My wife wouldn't. You know, everyone says they love our music well, but we don't have volunteer musicians because I'm not saying you can't have that, yeah. but we like yeah. having excellence. So we pay for excellence and you get the, you're on the receiving end of that. Yeah. Children's ministry, yeah. where our children's ministry staff budget is larger than most churches because we believe the value of having a paid teacher right. in yeah. every classroom. Yeah, right. You know, uh, we have a whole video team that produces ZTV. Yeah. Incredibly uh, interactive with the kids. It's, it's amazing material, but that costs money. Yeah, right. And I think that, so for those who are gonna, I can afford to do it, but don't, Man, I, I pray for them because it's yeah. it's 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 so important that they understand it is the church is the hope of the world. We yeah. are the beachhead. Yeah. We're going to be there thirty years from now, where maybe that that evangelist isn't going to the hospital room to pray for you right. or to yeah. you know, and and we're here. And uh, that I'm passionate about that. Yeah. That that man, we're doing the best we can of stewarding every dollar that comes in yeah. mm-hmm. uh, with the accountability we have, the CPA. But but man, ask us and ask us the questions yeah. because we can show you where it's where it's all going. You and know, you can just watch the history of Grace Family Church and understand what's happening. Yeah, because it's been going now for uh, going on thirty years. Thirty years, and you don't see the giving go up, and then all of a sudden, Pastor Craig is driving a Bentley. Like right. Right. it's the giving goes up. Oh, we're going to start another campus. Yeah, or yeah. we're going to, and yeah. you don't see the monuments. You don't right. see the like. It, look, I, I think we have very nice buildings, but we don't have what no. I've seen. Like, no. we, and we're not looking to do that. We're right. not looking to create these lavish things. We're looking to create places where people yeah. get to meet God. Yeah. And so, it, and that is just the number of staff that we have. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's, we're, we're trying to reach the next generation. We're trying to reach people. And that's what happens when you give, man, it, it gives us that opportunity yeah. to do so much more. People yeah. were shocked when I started going through some of the numbers, like how yeah. many people attend 175 full-time staff, yeah. 300 part-time no staff right. all that we do to try to do do ministry and uh, uh so yeah yeah i would say from being here for years now and seeing the inner workings of it i think so many people can stand up on the stage and say like hey like you know trust us we're, we're great with your money here's we're using it i will tell anybody out there who has any question who attends grace family church uh, we are incredibly transparent with finances, mm-hmm. how we use it, and yeah. that's one of those things that. And you, for years, have been preaching this. I know going back to your hey, start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how I got started in tithing, is because mm-hmm. I was like, hey, mm-hmm. I don't know, like I was making no money at all, yeah. and I was like, I don't know if I can do like ten percent, but starting anywhere at two percent, yeah. you know, whatever it is, ten dollars, like what whatever mm-hmm. it looks like for you, I think is a great stepping stone into okay. 
well, now you'll find yourself exceeding 10%, yeah. going even further. And not because, you know, not because the church is begging for you mm-hmm. to give your yeah. 15, 20%, but because you'll start to look around and go, hey, like, this is what my money is doing. To your point about Zone TV, the kids' ministry things, people can ask, well, what's it going to? All this furniture in the lobby? And it's like, no, <laughs> like, yeah. go walk around. Take a look into these classrooms like crayons and videos and, you know, all of these things like it is funded by you, right? Like by your dollar. And uh, just want to say, man, I know that it feels weird to cheerlead on our own podcast, but Mm -hmm. you have done a fantastic job in the 30 years of grace of being very transparent with how we use people's money and being very responsible with it. So just want to say thank you. So. And, and then there's the, I mean, to go back on a question you said earlier, just saying for the person that says, I'm giving and I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. So two ways I want to respond to that. One, I think there's a lot of people that grew up in the cynicism of watching uh, TV preachers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Steal money or mm-hmm. take money or use it. Like, hey, if you send in a thousand dollars, I'll give you a prophecy. Yeah, like we've watched we've watched that happen. Yeah, in real time, I've gone to those churches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went to a church one where a guy was like, "Hey, you give me a hundred dollars, and then I'll give you a prayer that God is going to answer." Oh yeah, wow. And then the more money you give, the better the prayer is. Like, yeah. <laughs> Which when you break that down, how it, awful is that? You bro, have that ability, and you're like, right. "Give me some money." Yeah. It's like it's a whole just like Jesus, right? And and we've seen a lot of that, and mm-hmm. and 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 sometimes we've we've made that very small percentage the whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people look at that yeah. and say, "All preachers just oh, they just yeah. they, they just want well. your money. Yeah. All those they just want your money." Right. Well, well, no, we don't. That's not how we all are. Mm-hmm. And evan- yeah. evangelism is free, but ministry costs money. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm glad that that we're so transparent that we actually hey, here's the list of the things that we do. Yeah. Even at the end of our on the Lutz campus. I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but Pastor Ralph came up and said, hey, we had 450 kids and yeah. children in, in our zone. We had these many people this. We've had, you know, 500 people in our couples. We had, yeah. so we need, <clears throat> we need to have, that's that's more toilet flushes. <laughs> you yeah, know, right. That's yeah. more lights coming on. That's more of using our facilities. Wear and tear, yeah. 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 And, yeah. And we use, and you mentioned this, we use our church as a multi-purpose. Mm-hmm. So it's not just, hey, we use it only on Sunday. We use it right. only on Saturday. No, it's almost six days out of the week. There's something happening True, right. on mm-hmm. our campuses, and people get to support that. And right. That's a wonderful thing right. to be a part of it. And I think the other part, the other response I would give, I think sometimes people will start with going, I don't know how this is going to work out. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, especially when you didn't grow up in it or you haven't been taught well. Go out and you can go a weekend, two weeks in, a month in, and go, I don't know if I see the benefit of that. Yep. Yeah. But if if your heart is right and you're going, man, I just really want to be closer to God. I want to mm-hmm. follow God. I'm my spiritual development. You say, I'm just going to keep on doing until I see something. Because yeah. even when I was a kid and you're tithing, mm-hmm. I'm I don't know why I'm tithing. Right. I, my daddy told me it's mm-hmm. in the Bible, so I'm gonna keep doing it. Yeah. Right. But I I would have to say I've probably been tithing consistently since I was five or six years old. And I've never gone without. Amen. Right. That's I've, a good word. I've never gone without. God has always, even in the times where I've been financially irresponsible, God still opened the door or window. Mm-hmm. I don't suggest that for anybody. Right. But even being able to tithe well helped me be financially mm-hmm. responsible, knowing that I'm putting these things where they need yeah. to be. 
Mm-hmm. That, I was going to say, that's a little bit of my story, too, of going, if you're out there and you're saying, well, I can't do it because I can't make it work. For me personally, uh, on a practical side, tithing made me look at a budget and go, yeah. hey, because if you talk to most people out there, they'll say like, oh, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, or how much savings do you have? Oh, I have nothing. Mm-hmm. If you take time and go, okay, well, you say, I can't do this, right? I, I cannot make this work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll find that if you sit down and you look at your finances, yep. not only can you make it work, the practical side of it is you'll go, oh, wow, I didn't realize I was doing this here and this here and this yeah. here. And it can, it, for me, it changed my life budget wise, going through Dave Ramsey, right? Yep. Doing the Financial Peace University. I know we have financial freedom here now. Starting Netflix, which, October 9th. Yes, yep. like sign up. Yeah, right? five like, weeks. Directly into Help whatever camera, budget. Like sign up for it because. It will change your life in more ways than one, right? And if, and if you're married, go together. Oh my gosh, no doubt. Yes. You, you have yes. to go together. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you said something really key to me. Tithing teaches you self-control yeah. and contentment. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you start tithing, you realize, man, I want to honor God first. So, what is all the fluff? And I'm not saying everybody has fluff in their budget. I know some people literally it's yeah. difficult. You don't but need the Starbucks things that, every day. True though, you know. <laughs> and but but really to go, I want to honor God. I'm gonna make sure that it's first. It, it teaches you self control yeah. and contentment because Debbie and I, you know, I've shared this story. I remember we first married two old cars. We needed a car. Yeah. I was so tempted to say, mm-hmm. you know what? We're just going to go buy this car, but that car payment was exact amount of my tithe every month, mm. and I had I was tempted. Yeah. No. But I said, wait, am I going to trust God, or am I going to shortcut God and meet my own need? Yeah, right. And that's the challenge you face on the journey mm-hmm. of tithing. I think too, just to, as encouragement to people out there, if anyone's like, oh, you guys make it sound so easy, and yet I think when you talk about your dad and bringing you up and yeah. saying, hey, I, he taught me this, and this was important. For me, it was difficult, right? And I'm not going to lie and say that it's not still difficult sometimes. sometimes, I grew up in a house where I watched a mother who, when she got money, she spent it like on herself, what she wanted. And when you grow up in that environment, it's hard to reverse engineer your mind to say like, no, I need to save. I need to give. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there going, I've never seen this modeled. Well, there's plenty of people, including me, who never saw it modeled. Mm -hmm. But take the step. Try it. Do it. Um because the benefits are just, they far outweigh the cons. I mean, the con is, yeah. I'm short, right? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I right. can't buy that thing that I wanted really to buy that did I need. And so the benefits list well, is so much longer. Money management, to me, it's not an income problem. It's a money management issue. Absolutely. Yeah. No matter what you make, I, I really believe you can get to a place uh, that God wants you to be at. But it's a money management. All the people mm-hmm. I talk to. It's 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 learning to manage what we have, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and and that's so critical. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's one of those things too. Like we're dealing with young adults. I'll, I'll just say this: if you're a young adult, you're getting married. I highly recommend you go through financial freedom Please. together. Um, it's one of the first things I tell people to go through because it's one of the highest reasons of divorce. No doubt. And you don't really understand each other's spending habits until you get married. It's yeah. like one of those fun little gifts to open up, uh, <laughs> you know? And, and so it's like, Oh, this is fun. This is what you think is important. Yeah. And it's always one person thinks this is important. The other one thinks that's dumb yeah. and, and you got to figure it out. But it's it, like, what's fun with, even with my wife is like even figuring out how to help her understand, like lining it out did not help her pie graph boom she got it right away she's like i get that like i get it like i know what we're doing now i I get what's happening but if you if you're not on the same page then my goodness the yes the anger that comes out of it and the the fights and all those things and that's why we offer it is one it's to help you follow after god but two we understand and you get your money in order it changes your life yeah 
it, it changes your stress level and all those things. Oh, Greg, what's the what's the weirdest thing that you were you were buying that you you cut out? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I wasn't a big spender. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I just felt like I earned it, man. I struggle with this is mm-hmm. mine. Yeah. I mean, mine was the mine thing. I mean, I just, uh, you know, I'm not a big spender. I really am not. I'm not a, yeah. a, a car person, a jewelry person, uh, those kind of things. I would say, if anything, I'd splurge maybe on golf or something, you know, that yeah, kind I mean, of thing. Uh, but mine was more of, of that, honestly. Hmm. You know, now I know other people would, no, I would say mine would be TV. Oh, I mean, I could oh. go for the big screen. Yeah. If there's oh, a, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm never satisfied. I, I want to go bigger, better, shinier, newer, and, and right. that where I can go crazy in my flesh on. You yeah. Know? I, I still remember the first fight. One of the first fights Chrissy and I had was we had gotten all these Bed Bath & Beyond things, and she was like, well, we have them. We should spend them. And I came home, and I kid you not. I kid you not. We had so many pillows on our bed yeah, that bro. there was only this much space left. Bro, and bro. I'm just sitting here going, why – What's the point? We have to take them off when we go to bed anyway. And now I have the extra job and we had to have the conversation. She goes, well, we had it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's not, <laughs> yeah. that's not the reason, but we, we've definitely had to kind of go back and forth on, on certain things of like, this is important, but then also, you know, this is the money we have to spend yeah. on these things that we want to. And then you have kids yeah. and then it throws oh, everything in for yeah. a loop. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that was us, man. We, yeah. we had our first child last year and, and it became one of those moments where, we had to look at it all again. Yeah. And back in uh, back talking about things we struggle with in the early yeah. days of learning to tithe, I would reverse budget. So I would just take all of my money, all of it, and start putting it in categories. And I put tithing like way down here at the bottom. Right. And mm-hmm. so, you know, by that time it's been filled up with like, oh, eating out or video games or mm-hmm. subscriptions or whatever else. And so yeah. I think it's important. We say it a lot in church, but it really is practical when you're doing a budget. Just go ahead and take it off the top, right? And make it the first thing yes, because sir. you will find ways to spread yeah. it out and go, well, yeah. I mean, my grocery bill, I can't not buy organic flaky buttermilk biscuits from Miss Ann's. Yeah. I can't, you know, but it's like, but you, but you can, right? right. Yeah. Like, and, and that's, well, that's why the Bible says do it first. It's the first fruit. Yeah. It's the yeah. first lamb. It's the first $10 because if you don't do it first, my flesh is too weak, right? Oh, yeah. it, it will yeah. be spent. You know, absolutely on, on something else. And it's a discipleship thing because it helps us understand what's most important because yeah. society is trying to get us to spend all of our money. Yeah. Like we've got to understand that like in everything. And even when you have a kid, man, they, they, pro- they prey on all of your insecurities about having a kid. And you know, they have the things now that has the kid's heartbeat on it and you can buy everything for the first two months. And then you realize you don't need it after that. Yeah. And then you get, but they, they're like, you can have this and it'll become easier. And so it's so easy now for every stage of life for them to go, if you don't have this, you're missing out on life. Yeah. And so it's so simple to fall into it. And <laughs> I think marketing and, and the whole social media thing is the comparison thing really yeah. challenges people. I've got to have this because my friends have it. First of all, they may make yeah. twice as much money as you. Mm-hmm. You ever yeah. notice that, that you lose contentment when you're around someone that has more or like you love your house or you go to the new model home, yes. then you go back to your <laughs> we were shack. just talking, talking about, about this the It's other a day. shack all of a sudden. <laughs> right. And, and we, we, man, that is so hard. Well, you go to the box seats for the first time. You're like, wow, like, look never, at the peasants below me. Never <laughs> like, that was me for the longest time. Yeah. Right. How did I even do this? I can't yeah. even see the game. Yeah, someone was nice enough to, to give you that. And so, then all of a sudden it changes. Let yeah. me ask you all a question. And I know we're getting to close to closing. So how do we, learn contentment paul says we should mm-hmm. be content we have a lot or a little what is your secrets to contentment i mean it's hard on all of us because the yeah, flesh yeah. always wants more daryl what, what yeah. would you say i you? mean it, it's a good question I'm, I'm actually walking my 
youngest daughter through this right now because mm-hmm. uh, she she struggles with some anxiety. And so every day I send her scriptures about being thankful, being grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think contentment starts there because wow. yes. you you be comparison breeds that in contentment. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't That's have good. that. I, w- I want that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, hey, just look around at what you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just, just think about this for a moment that you you. You're in a home. You've got your own bedroom. Like I never, I didn't have my own bedroom until yeah. I moved out of my house. Yeah. So it's like you've got your own bedroom. You got a phone. You got. You have access to things. And you can good. do all these things. Yeah. So, and I know mm-hmm. you have. There's a sense of entitlement because you've always been blessed. But right. just sit back for a moment and think about all the people that don't have what you have. Yeah. Right. And the things that you're able and capable of doing that's you can get up at any time and go to the refrigerator and open it and there's food yeah right it's so much food it's hard to close the refrigerator in the cabinet <laughs> yeah. like so just be grateful what are you yeah. so uh, uh and she immediately the, said you're right dad she was like she yeah. was like yes but adults have but the same so it's a yeah. practice yeah. you got to yeah. practice yeah. because we're we're good at practicing <laughs> negativity oh, yes yeah. So you've got to practice uh, gratitude and being thankful yeah. 10 times more. And so That's one good. of the practices mm-hmm. we do in the car, uh, her and her, her, my wife and daughter have been doing because she takes her to school, is, hey, what are three things that you're grateful for today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just get into I that That could be practice. good for adults to do yeah. that. Well, yeah, for what, sure. What's interesting is gratitude is a spiritual practice. Yeah. But now I've seen this a lot lately. Uh, the you know, the secular world is taking spiritual practices and putting them like there's gratitude journals out there oh, yeah. and they're not Christian. I they're have, just yeah. because they found that there's all kinds of benefits they found yeah. to being grateful. Yeah. Like it lowers your blood pressure. It does so many things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's the key to contentment yeah. is yeah. me really sitting down and going, you know what? This is really good. Like yeah. I'm blessed right. with this. This yeah. could be in a very different place. What I have, my kids, my wife, my, my, my situation, like God has blessed me with this. It's good. From a very practical standpoint, and I would suggest try this. Please try this. So for us, um, you know, as you grow and as you get older and, and as you maybe change jobs or get a raise, whatever that looks like, so many times what we think we need grows and grows and grows. And mm-hmm. so what my wife and I have done is every six months or so, we just stop and go like, hey, let's see what it's like to live without this right and go mm-hmm. hey we cut all our subscription services down to one mm-hmm. and go can we just live with this one and we wow. only bring things back that we go okay that brought value right. to our lives it's for me practice. this is very practical for me i was paying a hundred dollars a month for a cell phone bill um this is not a commercial uh but i wound up looking up one of these carriers like mint mobile that i could pay two hundred dollars for the entire year and have and yeah i only had five gigs of data but guess what? I learned to go, okay, well, I'm going to use Wi-Fi everywhere I go, blah, 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 blah. Wow. And it saved me a ton of money. And more than just the tithing conversation we're having, yeah. it's the peace of mind that you have yeah. of right. going, hey, I am learning to live without. And if I need to bring these yeah. things back, yeah. really good. I can. Yeah. Um, but but it's and it's a regular practice of every six months going, hey, I've, I've been, you know, maybe if it's out there for you, I've got neighbors. I'm paying a guy to cut my grass, right? I, mm-hmm. I'm not. I cut my own grass. But my neighbors are, and they're going, oh, why don't you do it? And I'm like, because like the financial freedom that I have in my mind of going, it takes me an hour of sweat to go out there and cut my grass, mm-hmm. and it saves me a hundred bucks a month. Like, yeah, I'm I'm good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so just practicing that, looking at your life, and saying what is actually necessary, and yeah. what are things that I've just grown to think I need right. to yeah. survive. You know, you just brought up my last point. If you can figure out that level of contentment at a yes. younger age, yeah. The good news about that is. 
if you can learn contentment at this level, and no matter how much you make, right. you're going to stay at a certain level of contentment. Then you start creating what I talk, call that margin in your life. Yeah. All of a sudden, uh, if you're 25 and you figure it out, when you're 55, you're going to have some serious margin at yeah. high yeah. earning yes. time of your life to mm-hmm. to be a blessing and to be blessed yourself. There's nothing wrong with having nice right. things, a nice home. Right. But when they own you right. and you can't do the basics of tithing, right. That's a problem. So finding that contentment level, stripping. I love that inventory of what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. What can we live with? What can we live without? Yeah, right. We're not saying you got to live like a pauper, but but you got to live according to your income. My dad yeah. said you have champagne taste in a beer wallet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you know, they yeah. Walmart still sells flip phones with ten dollar plans that you can wow. text on a on a keypad. I love right? Walmart. I, Isn't it great? I don't want anyone to talk to me, so that's why I love Walmart. Poor customer service works for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Flip no, phones. But no, but but I just go. Yeah. I think yes, we can't ignore the fact that there are people out there who have very real struggles, and right yes. now they may be listening and going like, "Hey, that's not me," and like yeah. we understand that. Right. Yeah. yeah. But we know that we live in America, and there are plenty of people who go, "Well, oh, I can't because I need," and it's like, mm-hmm. man, really take assessment of what you feel yeah. like you need, mm-hmm. and then because once you have tasted financial freedom. Yep. There's nothing like it. And to yep. your point, it doesn't matter how much money Start you're making. Somewhere. Yep. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever pay scale you're at, yeah. what that financial freedom is for you to go, oh man, I can breathe easy and I'm not having to like, oh my goodness, like, you know, paycheck to paycheck freaking out all the time. So it yeah. just tastes so good. It I'll, does. I, I get made fun of for my truck. So I, I drive an 03 yes. Ford Ranger. And uh, it still runs air conditioner works. If, it, if the air conditioner work, it went out. And I've, I've expected it to die for many years now. <laughs> but, but I keep driving it. And it's funny. The guys will go, oh, come on, how You don't understand how fun it is, how good it is to have a new car. I'm like, you don't understand how amazing it is not to have a car payment for 19 yeah. years. Wow. Yeah. Like, bro, I, I, don't, I don't have a car come payment. On. Like, right. I'm not paying. They're like, I was like, you know that four, three to 400 or some of you even more than that, that you're paying a car payment? I don't have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, my car's not as nice, but who cares? It gets me from point A to point B. Yeah, and it allows me the freedom to do other things. Yeah, Ooh. and we so need to, we need to close this out. One right. last word of encouragement, just one line for everybody. What would you say to some people that here in this message will encourage them, Daryl? I, I would say, no matter what level, and we've said it already. No matter what level you're on, whether you're the person that says, "Man, I feel like I'm struggling," and this is a new concept, or you're the person that says, "Man, I've got plenty of money mm-hmm. and income, and I'm still struggling." Mm-hmm. Be grateful. Right. Honor God with what you have. If you can honor God with what you have, it will change your whole world, no matter no matter where you sit. And yeah. so and God wants to bless you. Amen. He's he's blessing you so that you can bless somebody else. Right. I, I would say this. I I know with people looking at budgets, one of the biggest fears is to actually look. Yeah. Because we're afraid of what we're gonna oh, yeah. see. It's like getting mm. on a scale. It is. It, yeah. It's not fun. And so it, do it though. Because yeah. if you don't do that, you're never gonna gain the freedom. I know yeah. it, it's hard to look at it, it's hard to pay attention to it. And you're like, man, if I just don't look, then maybe it, it doesn't have, there's not a problem. Mm-hmm. Spend the time, take the time, make the budget. It's the best first step that you'll make. Yeah. I would say go to financial freedom. Yeah. Everything yeah. we're talking about and more will be there. It'll be an encouragement to you and you won't be disappointed. Yeah. We love you guys. Uh we pray God for every person. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's here in this podcast. God, give them hope in their situation with finances. Lord, help them to be uh, a people that would step out in faith and trust you. Uh, Help us, God, uh, not live in fear anymore to know that you're an amazing provider. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Guys, thank you so much. Four weeks, awesome conversation, topics that were not easy to cover. But I got to tell you, you did a fantastic job. I mean, not that you need my approval, but I mean, you know, I think you guys, everyone else has commented you guys did a so, fantastic job. So are we asking job. the question if we should keep doing it? 
Well, I will say this. I don't think you'll see it. Run. Okay, he's got to go. That, this, that, that's the answer. There. Listen, it's a yep. podcast. We can do whatever we need to. You get, <laughs> out, you get out of here. So I, I, th- I think the answer is uh, I don't know if you'll see it. Uh, he just disappeared. Ne- You're going to do did. a cut. No. You're going to cut where he's just gone. It's the, it's the amen and then. <laughs> oh. Just so you're aware, I'm leaving all of this in there because we're authentic and this is what we do. Uh, And that's Isaac behind the camera, everybody. Uh, So, yeah, I think uh, if you're looking for to see one next week, probably not. But I would keep an eye out in the coming weeks because yes. I've enjoyed this. I've right? enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think we've, we've so gotten... basically we're blaming this on Craig because he's not here. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. He's for got sure. nothing to say. Yeah, he's nothing to say. Nothing now that he's gone, say. we can go for the forty-five to fifty minutes we talked about. I'm just kidding, <laughs> guys. Thanks so much uh, for tuning in each and every week to the US Fort Podcast. It's yeah. been awesome. Uh, thanks for your comments, for your questions. Be on the lookout for uh, a continuing podcast that may look a little bit different. But uh, thanks again, guys, for being here. And we will see you guys when we see you.